When we were young, our teacher drew a dot in the middle of a blank sheet of paper. She asked us, what do you think this is? One student said an elephant, another one said an ant. When the same teacher asked an adult, the adult simply said a dot. What happens to our imagination as we get older? Does it fade with age? Or is it simply imposed and self-imposed limitations? Our imagination plays a big role in how we find solutions, from our simplest problems to our most pressing ones. Someone who has always believed in the power of young people is Emer Beamer, a social designer and educator based in Amsterdam. Emer is the co-founder and program lead for an organization called Designathon Works. There was a little boy in the class a couple of weeks ago, and I I was asking the children, like, okay, so on a scale of one to ten, how concerned are ye about uh, climate change? And they all placed themselves, like, on an eight and a couple on a ten. And I asked one boy, said, okay, well, what does that ten mean for you? Why did you choose ten? And he said, he said, well, maybe my children or grandchildren will never know what ice is so he's imagining the whole thing being gone and that's so existential to be worrying about that as a 10 year old so I mean it's imperative that we talk about these things and not just pretend like oh they're just kids they can go off and play and they'll be grand in today's episode, we're speaking to Emer about her inspiration to start Designathon Works and the impact she's seen through her work. So, what we do at Designathon Works is children, uh, we give them the chance to design better futures in a nutshell. And we do that by a methodology that we've developed over the years. I'm Rama Shahaki, and you're listening to Innovate with Purpose, the official podcast of Expo Live an innovation program by Expo 2020 Dubai. The word designathon is based on the word hackathon, but instead of solving problems through code, it focuses on design. Designathon Works is using this methodology to empower kids. It helps them develop their problem-solving skills, empowers them to be change makers, and opens up spaces for their voices to be heard. Schools and communities can run several designathons to tackle a topic or a set of objectives. Each one takes about five hours in total, so it can be done in a single day or spread over a couple of sessions. So if you're learning about food systems, food waste, food shortage, we'll really learn about the topic so that the children have facts to base off. And then they go into groups with an ideation worksheet. So it's based on design thinking, the methodology. And they do that in groups of three. And they first have to indicate what problem within the thematic area they want to work on. So if they were talking about mobility, for example, they might choose to work on people in a wheelchair who doesn't have access to mobility, but they could also choose to work on pollution from cars. That way, the kids are able to pinpoint a specific problem they're passionate about and want to address. In this initial phase, they learn about the topic and get more context for a better solution. And then they come up with an idea through dialogue with 
the team and the facilitators. Then they go on to sketch it like a functional drawing. And then we have a bunch of prototype materials, which is a combination of like recycled cardboard boxes, plastic, that kind of thing. And it's complemented with what we call our maker kit. And that has little motors in it and wheels and (laughs) switches and lights. They're building a speculative object. Instead of just a discussion around mobility or climate change or accessibility or whatever the issue they have chosen to address, they're really rolling up their sleeves and coming up with a prototype as their solution. A theme we're working on the moment is climate change. And it's such a huge and complex issue and it's so urgent and it's quickly kind of overwhelming for children as well because they're quite nervous about the future. And the strategy that we found to help them design better futures within that context is one of ecosystem restoration. So if you delve into practices of, say, indigenous communities consuming less, there's way to design cities, forests, farmlands, oceans that would be sustainable. I see. Can you maybe give us an example of a solution that the kids have come up with? Just there before Christmas, we were doing this in a classroom in Amsterdam, and the children came up with a house that was living. So the house was built in a tree and the tree was still living and the house and the floorboards were also still living and then they would live in the house. Yeah, they had imagined a new way of building houses that didn't have to cut down the tree, so lived with the tree and They thought it would be really fun to to live in a treehouse. So I love that they combined the playfulness of children with the concept of working with nature. That sounds like fun. And do the children get feedback on their work? Yeah, they they get a lot of feedback because it's as much an education project as anything else. And we want them to learn how to react better to a problem, what solution could work, How would it work? Yeah, what materials are needed for it? How would you scale it up? And each stage of the process, they get better at doing that. And then we reflect at the end, like, okay, so what did you learn? What went wrong and all that? While this isn't a competition, there are no winners or prizes, the kids are evaluated, not on the prototype itself, but on how they address the initial problem and work together as a team. What may seem as a wacky idea at first is actually the bravery of pure imagination. There's so many cool ideas and we've had the interesting experience that we've quite often seen that's something the children came up with. About three years later, we'll see it being done at a larger scale. So that's really interesting. Designathon Works started in Amsterdam in 2014 and has since grown to 55 cities around the world. While some of the themes are global, like accessibility or pollution, the specific topics are tailored to their communities and regions. These prototypes and solutions are documented on the Designathon Works website. So indeed, if you're interested in mobility solutions in Tanzania, you can 
pull up a few there. Or if you want to know ecosystem restoration in Ireland, you can look up a few solutions there. Or Corona, how to deal with lockdown in Turkey. <laughs> You'll find some solutions there. Ah, oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So, so Emer, what inspired you to work with kids specifically? Yeah, I'm a great believer in including all possibilities and voices as we are a shared community across the world. And children are a hugely important and generally overlooked community. While they're both a source of inspiration for adults, you know, they're this unbelievably kind of vulnerable stage of life. And they're also full of overconfidence in a way. I love working with kids. It must be so inspiring and surprising to see how kids can really grasp complex topics and critical challenges. What's next for you and the team at Designathon Works? Yeah, what's next? Um, more of what we're already doing, because there's so many children around the world and we want to reach more children. So that's the general aim is uh, to reach one million children. We do a lot of focus groups with the children as well, like trying to delve into their experience of their own agency or empowerment. Like, do they feel that they are now in a position to do something to contribute? Do they have the skills? Um, I would like to do more research to be able to verify that. You know, like how many experiences does it take? What are the exact inputs that lead to that? And then the other aspect that we work on is influencing society's perception of the child as a change maker. And what about the Expo Live grant? How has that helped you push Designathon Works forward? So, yeah, the support from Expo Live was fairly critical. At that point, we were aiming to transition from a doing projects organization to a more solid base that we could grow with. So the investment that we got from Expo Live really helped us to make that transition, build the foundations to have a solid organization. And we specifically worked on scaling up the global event. So we did go from like 15 cities to 45 cities. Imer and her team host these designathons with kids in Amsterdam, but also provide training for other organizations and individuals to facilitate their own designathons. Of course, each region and community have their own challenges to address, their own education system to fit into, and varying languages. But the principles are still the same. It's about empowering and listening to children when it comes to the future. In general, I love them all because the children are the source of inspiration and unusual takes like I've really learned to listen so much better to children and what they're saying because they mightn't have all the words the vocabulary but they'll have a concept in their head that is often much more complex than you take them for so I've learned to spend more time delving into what they're actually trying to tell me um, and often having very rich uh, experiences. Innovate with Purpose is the official podcast of Expo Live, an innovation program by Expo 2020 Dubai. 
Innovation can come from anywhere to everyone. Learn more by visiting expo2020dubai.com forward slash expo dash live. Innovate with Purpose is produced by Kerning Cultures Network. Episodes are released every Sunday and Wednesday. Subscribe to Innovate with Purpose on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss an episode. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, share it with your friends and leave us a review.